Well, hello. I hope you're having a fantastic Saturday morning. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. What is Mortgage Teacher? Well, I mean, that's pretty much broken down as simple as it gets. It's exactly what we do here. We teach you different ways to save you interest in your mortgage. Like we say, yes, a lower rate helps, but, you know, there's more strategies to your mortgage. It's more like financial planning for mortgages. So like we say here in the London area, uh, you know, everyone's out here to give you a mortgage. Oh, boy, there's a lot of people wanting to give you mortgage advice, okay? But who's going to help you get rid of that mortgage? Who's going to sit you down and come up with not only a strategy to help you pay more interest, but an automated strategy? So, And that's what we're going to talk about in today's show. I'm going to give you an example of, you know, what maybe this is an example of where you are in your life and how this could help you out with your mortgage. So in case you've never heard a mortgage teacher before and this is the first time tuning in, again, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate the time. We're going to take up a quick 25 minutes here, give you some examples of what's going on in the mortgage world here in London, Ontario, and try not to bore you too much. I mean, let's be honest, the word mortgage, <laughs> mort, where it's got a French descent. Yes, I hate to admit it, but the word mortgage actually came from the word death contract. So it's pretty tough to, to keep, have an exciting show on mortgages. But hey, everybody has a mortgage. Everybody needs it and everyone wants to save on interest. So that's what we're going to talk about today's show. So one thing to, to specify and clarify, if you don't know about Mortgage Teacher, please look us up. Just Google Mortgage Teacher and let the old interweb do the work for you. And please read the reviews to the right. Read what Londoners, your neighbors, maybe people you know, read what they're saying about Mortgage Teacher. You can look us up our Facebook page. It's always active. We're, of course, having fun with the London Knights. We give away tickets there. We're well involved. Um, you know, there's the, we sponsor the Dorchester Dolphins out that way. So if you're looking for tickets, contact Mortgage Teacher that way too. We like to get involved with the community. And, well, by the sounds of it, we like hockey too. So it seems to be local. So in case you haven't heard of Mortgage Teacher, just real quick, what we do is we give advice on all the banking institutions out there. In case you didn't know, there's 36 chartered banks out there that, you know, can give you a mortgage. Yes, we know the, the big five. And of course, I'll name drop TD because I'm in the TD building. That's only fair right now recording this. So, of course, here we, here we are at the TD building. So there's all the our major banks, the big five. But what about National Bank? Have you heard of those guys? You know, they're not big, they're not small, but there is two branches here in London, Ontario, so call it as you, as you may. Through Mortgage Teacher, we give you advice on just basically the overall market. You know, here's, you can get your money from these different banks, but as we know, all banks are pretty close. They're all pretty much 0.1, off of one another. There's also trust companies that lend in mortgages. Uh, some of you may have a mortgage with a company called MCAP or First National, uh, maybe you've heard of First Line from years ago before it was CIBC. These are all monolines. They lend in mortgages only, but you can get fantastic interest rates and even cheaper penalties through companies like that. So here at Mortgage Teacher, we deal with those trust companies. Also, I mean, we can name drop locally too. We got our friends at Libro and your neighborhood credit union and, you know, credit unions in this area. So they might have some niche products. Maybe you're looking for a property in, you know, Tilsonburg or Grand Bend that a credit union can maybe give you a better deal because your business for self compared to, you know, what a bank could do. So the point I'm getting at is mortgage teachers here just to discuss all your options. We're not here. We don't have money to give you. We're going to teach you and do it all for you. Hold your hand through the process all for free and write up that mortgage for you. But the questions and the, the conversation we're going to have is more unbiased. It's free. 
the one bad part with mortgage teacher, I'm not going to lie, me, Michael, myself, if you're talking to me, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, you know, we're straight shooters. We don't have time to be, what's the line I heard? I like this one. I'm not going to paint seagulls in your painting. No, no, no. You're going to see it as it is. Um, that's what we do here at Mortgage Teacher. In fact, people always ask me, you know, Mike, should I break my mortgage and take the equity out and get a lower rate? Or The, the true answer is, say you catch me at a hockey rink, which I already confessed I would be at. Say you catch me there and say, you know, Mike, should I? I'm due in one year, but my house is up. 300,000. I was thinking about taking 200,000 out and buying a cottage. Uh, you know, should I do that? Is it worth it? Well, if I say yes, absolutely. I'm lying. That's great for sales, but I don't know. If I say no, oh my gosh, you might be missing out on tons of memories with a cottage and your family. So I have to tell you the truth. And the truth is we don't know yet. Let's break down your numbers and numbers are phenomenal. This is why we love them here. They're going to break down your numbers black and white for you to make a decision. Maybe the gray area is, what would my penalty be? Maybe the gray area is, how much do I need to get into a cottage? How much are my closing costs? How much is it going to cost me to rearrange this? And how long would it take? If those are the gray areas, well, that's what we're going to help break down black versus white and make those decisions. That's all we do here at Mortgage Teacher. Give you advice, unbiased, and you go from there. I mean, this week alone. We love getting, and I'll name drop again only because I'm in the TD building, but we love having TD clients come in. We help service their mortgage, give them the advice, they like it, and then we pick the branch they still want to service. So they still lovely go back to their TD branch and work as a TD. I mean, because we all think about our habits and banking habits, or maybe we don't think about it, but I do when I own mortgage teacher. <laughs> but the point I'm getting at is... Like, what do we use the banks? I mean, I'm 43 years old. I'll admit it. I want to be 35, but I feel like I'm 50. But point I'm getting at, how has banking changed even since I've been growing up with banking? Like in the 90s in high school, when I wanted to take in my paycheck, they used to force me out to the bank machine. They said they're going to charge me a fee if I go into the branch to deposit. Well, sorry. I grew up in a small town, and I like to go into the bank and talk to Peggy or talk to, you know, Tom. I like that, the relationship side of it. But lo and behold, every time I go into the bank, it seems to be a different person. So now think about the services we get through a banking institution. Has the bank just became a place to do our banking? I mean, day to day. Because we don't invest through a bank as much as we used to. Now we kind of have an investor, uh, you know, a guy or a girl that helps us invest, maybe a family, um, a friend or an associate through the family will maybe. Right? That's how we invest money. I don't know too many people. There are some that kind of, you know, walk into a branch, drop 100000 kind of there on the counter and say, here, people, invest this. I don't know any of you, but let me know how you do. Usually it's a, a trusted relationship. Life insurance, that's become that way too. Not too many people write life insurance through a branch. A lot of them get it written through like an insurance broker, um, that type of setup, and it comes with a financial plan and ec to execute. Uh, someone to call and change things as life changes. So it's a relationship yet again when we're getting a life insurance. And we don't usually do that through the bank. So before, we always I had to go to my bank, and I do. All my credit cards are through a bank. But, you know, being a mortgage teacher, I see a lot of people coming in with Costco cards and Walmart cards and Canadian Tire and Hudson Bay. And we don't all get cards through our bank anymore. So now we don't even go to our bank just to get credit cards. We actually get them all over. So I've really come to notice over the last 10 years, what really do we use the branches for other than just day-to-day -day banking? And perhaps, and I think it is, the mortgage is the last piece of advice 
the last piece, I'm not saying you're not going to keep your mortgage at a bank, but the advice is going to come unbiased. And that's the change we see here in London, Ontario, as you can read by searching mortgages. A lot of people are using, you know, an educated broker that's unbiased and, and we break down your numbers. So that's exactly what we do here at Mortgage Teacher. If you have any question pertaining a mortgage, even money borrowing, you might think a line of credit is the way to go. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Uh, right after this news break, I'm going to jump. We're going to talk about a scenario that I have. You know, um, somebody came in and she said, you want to know what? My house is worth 650000 now, Michael. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to live life a little bit better. I want to give something to my kids. And but I, I do some additions to my house or do some changes, and I still want to live my same lifestyle. How would that look like, and what would my results be? And that's what we're going to talk about when I come back from this break. So, again, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, and when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about a good example. And I, I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is you. Do you want to give back to your family? Do you got a couple hundred thousand in your bank, but at the same point, you don't want to give it all away. You want to make a difference. Tune in. And we'll get right back. Look us up at mortgageteacher.com. Well, welcome back, and I hope that news did you well on this beautiful Saturday morning. I know after this, I'm going to take off and go involved with the kids, probably go to a hockey arena for some, or maybe a ringette arena. I know I say hockey a lot, but I should uh, start disclosing that, or my daughter's going to get mad. She plays out in Dorchester ringette, so yes, we got to go watch some ringette games too this weekend, so looking forward to it. Now, back to what we were talking about, in case you're just tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher, and please Look it up yourself. Google Mortgage Teacher and let the old interweb let you know what uh, people are saying on there. But we're trying to make a difference. And like we say here to our people, you know, everyone's out to get you a mortgage, but we're here to help you get rid of this. And I'm going to give you one of those examples right now. We always have interesting scenarios. And for example, like I said before the break, um, when people come to us and say, you know, should I do this or should I do that? My honest answer has to be, I don't know. Let's break down your numbers and see. That's all we do here. We don't say you should do this, should should do that. We break down your numbers so they're black and white, and then you make your decision what you want to do. Okay? For example, um, if you want to break your mortgage to maybe take out some money to do some renovations, you know, how much is it going to cost you to break that mortgage compared to how much it's going to cost you to borrow that money? And that's one example we're going to talk about here today. So we had a client come in, and this is this is a this this is a good average client in, here in London, Ontario, and this is a listener of this radio show. So if you're listening, please listen because this is one of your listener or one of your friends that had this example. Somebody came in and said, "You want to know what? Like I'm living life pretty comfortably. My I'm paying weekly on my mortgage right now three hundred and sixty six dollars, three hundred and sixty six dollars a week, and she only owes about a hundred and three. So let's just say a hundred thousand dollars on her mortgage." And her house is worth 670000 So, you know, my house has gone up. I bought it years ago for about 380000 I've done some renovations. But I still want to freshen it up, Michael. You know, I'm thinking about putting 25000 into the house. So I was going to go get a 25. I want a $25,000 line of credit so I can renovate my home. And you know what, Michael? Like, I'm pretty comfortable in my life. My daughters have gotten to an age that, you know, they're getting married and I want to contribute. It feels really good. So I want to give my daughter $25,000 for her wedding. This would feel so good. Or maybe somebody wants to give uh, money away to help their their um, child uh, down payment for a house because that's happening a lot lately. But this exact scenario, they want she wanted to give 25000 to her daughter for her wedding and she wanted to put about $25,000 renovations into her house, upgrade a kitchen, a bathroom, pave the laneway, you know, freshen up the house. So I said, okay. Now, here's a very important question because I'm here to help you. 
Okay? That's what Mortgage Teacher is. We're here to help you, not the bank. So let me ask you, are you comfortable with the 366 a week? For example, do you want to pay more or is that too much? You want to pay less. And if you were to borrow 25000 from a line of credit, how much would that be per month? I mean, 400 a month, 600 a month, even up to $650 a month. So if she were to give 25000 to her daughter, she doesn't want to feel $600 a month payment on a line of credit. If she does use 25000 to renovate her house, yes, her house might go from 670 in value up to 720 in value. So she's going to get that money back, we hope, from the kitchen renovation and the bathroom renovation. Those are very good things to upgrade. Okay, that's great. But how is she going to do this without, you know, feeling the pinch? So as simple as this, she said, no, I'm fine with 366 weekly. I'm totally comfortable with that. Okay, so let's look at this scenario. Let's say we do add $50,000 to the $100,000 she owes. So we do give the money away. She pays nothing towards that. So her new goal in the new mortgage is going to be $366 a week. Now, we rewrite that loan. She's still going to owe the money. We give the $25,000 to her daughter. We get the $25,000 that is instantly going to be cash now to go and renovate the house because so many of us would get sold into that line of credit. People, be careful the dreaded line of credit because if you just say yes to a line of credit, this person, no problem, would have written. In fact, she even asked me to get a line of credit for $50,000. The problem is that's compounded monthly. So it's compounded 12 times. It's at prime plus. Prime plus a half, prime plus one, prime plus two. People, prime is at 3.95%. You don't want to borrow $50,000 at 5%, 6%. You don't want to, okay? And compounded monthly. That's a bad formula. So we did the numbers. Lo and behold, if we rewrite a new mortgage, she can get an interest rate. I think she took 2.89%, under 3%, so well below what a line of credit would have been. And the get this, the interest is only compounded semi-annually, only twice per year, not 12 times. What do you mean, Michael? Well, here's what I mean. Let's go back to high school math when we're investing. Let's reverse it. Remember, when you invest, you want to make interest on your interest, so you want it compounded as often as possible, right? Well, if you reverse that, clearly I... If it's my debt, I want it compounded the least amount as possible. Makes sense to me. Okay? So now she borrows that, rewrites it in the mortgage. If we set up the payment to be 366 weekly, are you ready for this? Here's the results she's going to have. She is still going to pay off $13,000 per year in principal. And what I mean by that, folks, if she's paying 366 weekly, She's already paying it. She already told me she's comfortable. She would like to give this money away without seeing, you know, to her daughter without feeling it and hurting it. For example, a line of credit would be a bigger payment. So instead, we rewrite it. This is unbelievable. Out of 366, only $82 is interest. All the rest is principal. Therefore, in the next five years, she's going to pay off over $68,000 in five years. That's results. That's what you want to focus on. When paying off debt, don't don't let the banks fool you. What interest rate is that? Don't worry about the rate. Worry about the success. Just like an investment, if you put a hundred grand in the bank, and I give you a statement after one year, I guarantee. Listen to me. I guarantee if you invested a hundred thou, and after one whole year you get a statement, you're going to look at how much you made. What's my balance? I made one hundred eight thousand. Great. I made eight thousand on my hundred grand. That's fantastic. 
But why in a year-end mortgage statement? Now, I'll test you. Why do you not look at the results? I ask, I can ask 100 people out there, how much do you pay off per year in your mortgage? And I, out of that, honest to gosh, I bet you five, five out of 100 will know the answer. Do you pay 3680 Do you pay 6840 Do you pay 10240 Nobody knows. But the funny thing is, when you're up for renewal, what interest rate can I get? What, why are you focused on rate? On the investment, you weren't focused on rate. You were focused on the success. So focus on the success, people. This person is paying off $68,000 in the next five years. Me, Michael, at, from Mortgage Teacher, I put you to the test. How much are you paying off per year? Email me. Call us. Let us know. Reach, us, reach out to us at mortgageteacher.com and let us know what you're paying off per year, and I'll let you know if that's decent. Now, the good news is, so let me get this straight. This lady sits down and she says, "I want to, I want to borrow fifty thousand dollars." She was, she wanted to do an line of credit, but I proved to her in the numbers that she shouldn't because she still wants to find success. She doesn't want to give the money away, and then start paying it all out in interest. So here's what the plan is. The bad news is she sits down with Michael. She owes a hundred grand, and Michael now has her owing one hundred and fifty. Well, she was going to borrow the money elsewhere anyway. She might as well pay the least amount of interest. But the good news is, thanks to mortgage teacher's advice, and really just the way the numbers are, she can pay if she pays the same as she is today. She's not even paying a dollar more. She's going to keep paying three sixty six a week. She's going to pay off sixty eight thousand dollars. So she's going to pay it all the way down to eighty thousand dollars. So let's look at her picture in five years, and then that's the end of our show. What a great story! Now, in five years, her house is worth six seventy. She upgraded the kitchen, upgraded the bathroom, paved the laneway. House is now worth more, hopefully, if the market stays strong, which predictions say they will. She's also happy with her home. She's living in it. It's all upgraded. She gave her daughter four years ago twenty five thousand for her beautiful wedding, and then she's all set and still only owes eighty thousand dollars on her mortgage in five years. Like, tell me that's not a fantastic plan, other than well, what interest rate is it at? Come on, folks, focus on your success, and if you can't, we will hear for you. Guess how much we charge? It's all free. Look us up at mortgageteacher.com. Again, I'm Michael Mullis signing off, and that's the, this week's story. Keep tuning in if you want to look us up on Global Radio, and please play back some of the old podcasts. We're here to help, folks, again, at mortgageteacher.com.